Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the Retail Ready Podcast, and we have another great episode ahead. In today's episode, I got to hang out with Dan Pope. He is the National Sales Manager of Manilife. Manilife is a UK-based peanut butter company, which has already got some high-end customers such as Waitrose and Harrods. Dan tells in this episode the story of Manilife from day one with a bit of comedy thrown in. Manny Life, just to make things a little bit interesting and make them just that bit unique, uses single origin, high quality peanuts. It's just incredible to think Dan was selling peanut butter from his backpack two years ago and is now on the shelf in so many different outlets. It was great to chat with Dan and hear the story. And when you finish this episode, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. But for now, just switch off, chill out and enjoy Dan's story. Welcome to the Retail Ready Podcast, hosted by Ben Wyatt, your destination for product development, food trends, and some serious knowledge bombs about the food industry. Thank you very much for joining me, Daniel. It's absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast, and I'm sorry it's so early uh, for you in the morning. What, what time is it in London uh, for you at the moment? It's well, we've just hit six eleven, but I'm about three coffees deep, so it's not a problem, Ben. And I've followed you for a while now, and I just love the content that you're posting, and I'm I'm loving the story of Manny Life. But for everyone listening, who are you? And uh, give a brief overview of Manny Life, please, and then we'll go into the questions. Um, so I'm Dan. Um, I've been sales manager at Manny Life now for about well two years and a bit. Part of that was uh, spent in Wales, but we'll get onto that in a sec. Um, and um, Manny Life is a peanut butter brand, so we make craft Argentinian peanut butter. Um, it's absolutely delicious. Um, I can't get enough of the stuff. I eat it every single morning um, after my 6 a.m. coffee. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're, we're a brand who's who's you know, growing day by day in in the UK. We've just got listings with Waitrose. We're in Selfridges, Harvey Nicks, um, Harrods recently, Holland and Barrett. Um, and yeah, we just have a bloody good time making absolutely banging peanut butter. Fantastic. They're, 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 you've already just reeled off some big names in the UK. So the people that are listening, I've got a lot of Australian listeners and I've also got a lot of hopefully global listeners. But yeah, j- just to start with some of them, like getting into Harrods uh, and Waitrose is probably no easy feat. Like before we go into that, though, how how was Manny Life created? Like where where was the vision and the, the startup created? So it's quite a funny story, actually. So I left. I left Manchester University um, in work. 2016. Yeah, Mancunian Manchester, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Buzzing in Manchester for you, mate. Bit scouts there. Um, yeah, so left. Left Manchester University. All my mates were going down the corporate route. You know, sort of get suited and booted, read the city, and um, you know, wear a brolly in the rain and whatnot, going to the city. I was like, what? What am I going to do? So then, lo so and the, behold, the, uni- the university degree paid off. <laughs> yeah, no, so I'm in fifty grand in debt, and I don't want to do any of the job, the career options. So I was like, I'm not going to go and you know go and crunch numbers in an accountancy firm because that would just you know, uh, I think I'd be dead by now. That's happening. Um, maybe that's a bit strong, but you know, I, I, I was definitely not going to do the, the traditional routes. Yeah. Um. 
So anyway, so then I then I basically ended up delivering cheese around London. Okay. Uh, so I worked for a cheese wholesaler called Harvey and Brockless, um, which was actually like, as a graduate, I had absolutely no idea what I wanted to do with my life. It was probably the best thing that could have happened because one i was had to, had to be at the depot for like 5 30 that's why this calls a piece of piss because you know <laughs> i'm used to gets you up really really early gets you into the habit of getting up early yeah um, two like i had so much time to kind of think about what i wanted to do so i started listening to loads of podcasts um like specifically entrepreneurial podcasts mm-hmm. um say again yep yep carry on sorry yep yeah and then um and again, yeah, it gave me a lot of time to think. And I was doing the cheese job, living around, doing like Canary Wharf, which is like the big kind of financial district in London. Um, obviously, you know, had my f- couple of into well awkward situations with a block of brie and whatnot, rolling down hills, etc. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it, was, it was really good fun. Um, and then one night I was <clears throat> at the pub, as as, I, as most people in the UK are on Friday nights. That's <laughs> true, yeah. <laughs> and um, and I got talking to this bloke called Stu, who and Stu was my uh, one of my break one of my breaks one of my mates' brothers, mm-hmm. and um, I think I started talking about some like shitty food app idea for like food entrepreneur dating things, chewing his ear off like no end, and then he basically said to me, mate, I've just brought back this peanut butter um, from Argentina. Um, I think we're gonna um, well, I am launching a brand called Manny Life do you want to come and do a sampling session and there's a really really nice um oh my god it's absolutely gorgeous uh shop down the road called belly and sage really high-end food lovely deli like everything's fresh uh, he's like yeah do you want to come do a sampling session i was like uh yeah absolutely let's do it <laughs> and then um about yeah, a week later start doing a sampling session there and this was literally, I mean, it was a stew, I think it was his first stockist. Um, so hopped on board. And then for about six months, so this was from like kind of July to December, I was literally kind of delivering cheese into, in like a high-vis jacket and steel cap boots. Like, here's your brie, mate. Oh, like, do you want to buy some peanut butter? <laughs> and oh, these, chefs look, these chefs were looking like, mate, are you fucking from Mars or something? Like, <laughs> So, um, yeah, it was it was interesting, to say the least. Um, and then kind of long story longer is got to January. I was like, OK, I can't do the cheese full time and I can't do what well, I didn't like as much. as I loved it. I didn't want to be a delivery man for the rest of my life, even though and I just spent about 50 grand on uni. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> I don't think the parents <laughs> have been happy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so then when so then got, a, got a job the cheese guy um for a company called brecon in wales this is called juice it <clears throat> so kind of like you know got my country hat on went down to wales and we started to create a juice brand um called juice it um it was all cold pressed juices i don't know if you guys have got moju um in australia do you have moju no i don't think we do no like a cold cold pressed juice really really nice um like quite a funky brand we launched it um outside liverpool street train station um and i'll start there with a bike i can send you some pictures i mean it's hilarious <laughs> thinking back on it mate i did not sell one 
Well, I did sell one, actually. That's, a bit, that's me being a bit harsh on myself. But <laughs> I didn't sell many um, yeah. of these things. It was character assassination, but, like, equally character building. Because, um, <clears throat> I mean, I don't, have you been to Liverpool Street Station? I have. It's, uh, yes. I'm, I'm surprised you didn't sell many because it's probably one of the biggest and busiest train stations in the world. <laughs> so, so the thing is, the thing is, like, as you come out the train station, you've got Pret-a-Manger, Starbucks, mm-hmm. Boots, and well, that Leon, every other eatery where you can get, like, you can get juice, coffee, and your breakfast all in one here. And then, so they'd all go through that nice walkway, commercial walkway, and then they'd get to me, you know, little Dan. <laughs> on a bike. <laughs> on a bike, yeah. <laughs> Wearing my little bells and whistles, singing them a little happy morning tune and whatnot. Um, and... And mate, they would, they would, they'd get there, and I'd be like, "Yeah, it's six pound for a juice to make our margins work." And like, not as, as I didn't say that to them, but <laughs> as I said, it's six pound a juice. You know, but that that was the price we had to charge, you know, to make our margins work. And um, they're like, "Mate, you're, you know, that's I'm not paying that." So I was like, right. "Okay." So I it was. Just, it was I just had a boots just, meal deal. <laughs> For yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll enjoy your tepid tuna sandwich mate i'll be drinking my juice in the corner um and and yeah so it was so that so that just didn't didn't really work left there um and then called up stew in november 2017 calling back as i look um just left my juice job um have you got any work kind of going at the minute um he did like a little sampling session at a farm shop, <clears throat> um, which was good fun. Uh, kind of sold sold loads of jars and was absolutely loving it. Mm. And I was like, mate, this, when you've gone from selling, well, sitting with about four hundred cold pressed juices that are about to go to waste, to suddenly selling like fifty jars of peanut butter in an hour, like you feel like you're like Ronaldo on a like a winning streak. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, yeah, so then, so then just started working main life, literally going door to door, door to door, all around London. Um, yeah. Kind of feel, the day was either fill my backpack up with jars of peanut butter, go and knock on doors and just be like, do you want to, you know, try this Argentinian craft peanut butter, um, and then just get it into Indies, Indies, um, or then it was well, or I'd get on my Peugeot, which was always fun, <laughs> and uh, and. Yeah, just drive around. And then since then, it's kind of developed as we've had some kind of at the beginning, because it was only we were only such a small team. It was only three of us. Mm. There's kind of Stu founder, Jay, an ops girl who was fantastic. And then me sales. There was no like you're looking after this channel, you're looking after this channel. It's just like sales. Yeah. Sales products. Just go, go out. <laughs> yeah. So, load, your, load your bag up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I think like. I couldn't recommend that enough to anyone really um and then kind of fast forward you know well what is it yeah it must be two years now what's the date today that's crazy isn't it yeah i swear to god i swear to god mate literally the day i joined was the seventh i know it's not the seventh today but it's the eighth but it was the seventh of november was when i went back to money life so it's more or less two years to the day yeah Two years from going in a backpack to then being on a on the shelves of some of the yeah some of the finest uh, supermarkets in the UK. That's that's not a bad 
bad effort at all for a for a peanut butter brand to be honest really that's that must just show how good the uh the brand and the taste is then oh mate it's so so good so it's all like are you a big peanut butter fan yourself like do you uh, to be honest um i'm a nut butter fan uh and, and i always try and say nut in a, a non mancunian accent as possible nut. so a nut a, a nut a nut butter fan but i'm off nuts i'm off me nuts <laughs> But my, my, I think my daughter has literally got a a peanut butter uh, crack habit going on because she 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 smashes for a jar a week. So we really? we do, yeah we do get we do go through some peanut butter in our household. But there's some real cool kind of um, peanut butter manufacturers in Australia. Uh, mm. Some small like, and they remind me of your like kind of your brand and uh, what you stand for. Kind of the small crafted artisan kind of um, taste and profile. Mm. But I've I, I actually funny enough. I was looking at all the reviews over the week of your brands on kind of like Amazon and stuff. And mm. you you guys are doing some something very different to what we've got whereas it's kind of like single origin um peanuts and a dark roast which just doesn't seem to be around here at the moment so is that is that something that you get picked up on quite a lot yeah so i mean a lot of the brands out there i mean in fact every brand out there bar us will just go to the commodity market um and get their peanuts from anywhere as africa china um basically where it's cheapest they'll blitz it up in massive kind of big scale and they'll you know just churn through now our story is a little bit different so Stu was in Argentina and he was working on this local farm in Cordoba and he was literally kind of hand making the jars um of peanut butter Mm. in a in a tiny Vitamix um uh Vitamix essentially yeah and um was selling its local villages so it was all super 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 small scale and then the way it started is he came back to to london and we were in wimbledon rugby club kitchen so it was literally 50 of us um like two blenders no idea what we were doing we had like two tons of peanuts just sat in stupid <laughs> We were like, let's be having you, sort of thing. Like, let's let's try and make some peanut butter. Now, like any operator would look at the, you know, the um, the the production run and probably have a heart attack or an anxiety attack, to say the least. But it was in that that we learned to um, to roast the nuts in a very very unique way, um, and and kind of to roast the nuts separately. And that's how you get the cream in it. So I'll have to try and get some peanut butter for Australia, mate, because it will, your daughter would love it. She would absolutely right. love it. Um, but it's really kind of like gooey, gooey caramel kind of creaminess. But then it contrasts with this super, super intense crunch. And that's kind of how, the, like at the time in the UK, about, well, two, three years ago, no one was doing anything like that. Mm. Um, so the nuts still come from this day from the same farm, that Stu worked on in Cordoba, Argentina. That will never change unless, like, you know, Tornado Miguel comes along or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit long, but other than that, it should, should all be, you know, That's fine. Fantastic. Um, but yeah, I can't, I can't even remember 
what peanut butters when I lived in the UK, what peanut butter brands were big. And I just can't remember peanut butter or even nut butters being huge mm. like when I left, but it's only I'd only say like the last five years it's it's exploded. So your your timings are probably perfect um for that for the nut butter market. But do you do you have lots of competition from kind of companies like yourself or because you guys are doing something different do you find that people are more responsive to chat to you because it's a different story than just yeah chinese peanuts being blended in a jar and a label uh being put on it Mm, so so it's quite interesting so you've got the big big players over here like meridian pip and nut um whole earth those are kind of the big three um who we're like in competition with essentially Mm um we've got a peanut butter brand called picks as well which is great i mean they're all great brands all doing their own thing um in terms of like how it's panning out at the minute is we'll go back to the rubber club first we when we were there we burnt the nuts right we literally had no idea we left the oven on too long we burnt (laughs) the nuts we sat around you know in our pinnies thinking oh my god we what we're gonna do you know, screw it, let's put it up. And that's how the deep roast was born. So yeah, the deep okay. roast, that's that really dark, you know, dark roast um, peanut butter. So that came about by a complete and utter calamitous accident in Wimbledon Rubber Club Kitchen. Um, now, those big players that I was telling you about, Meridian, Pippa Nut, um, Whole Earth, uh, who else? There's another small brand called Jackpot. In the wake of our deep roast success, they've now all copied us. Um, well, not copied us, done their own versions, probably the <laughs> you know, correct way of saying it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing you do a law degree then. In yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's the correct way of saying it. But they've all released either dark roast, yeah. um, dodgy roast, some of them, I must say. <laughs> um, and yeah, so, so that's kind of how the market's panning out at the minute. Um, we're still very much small in the grand scheme of things. Like these guys are way ahead. Um, but these guys are much more commercially, um, like, so not commercially, they're much more um, kind of bigger scale. Yeah. Whereas we still want to keep the ethos of craft, single origin, um, uh, and, and single estate kind of, you know, roasting, etc. cetera. Um, so to answer your question, yes, we're, we're still pretty small in the grand scheme of things, but, like, it's a real compliment when some of the big boys – are starting to create products similar to the one we made by mistake in Wimbledon Rubber Club kitchen like all those years ago. That's fantastic. I, I, I love that. And uh, yeah, just uh, the, the insights, and this is why I love chatting to people like yourself in a different country, because the insights that we have here, people mm-hmm. are looking for that point of difference and they're looking kind of, and we're noticing that the startups or the smaller brands are getting a mm-hmm. lot more airtime than the bigger bigger players and the bigger Mm. players can't keep up um with the agility and kind of just just the kind of the messing around that startups like yourselves can do um and like you say you did it by accident but it it would take a big business uh two years to work out what you guys did (laughs) and it's like oh we just left the oven on mate (laughs) it's like it's like like burning your mccain's chips (laughs) why are they so crispy just left the oven on mate (laughs) (laughs) they're just they've done two million dollars of research and it's just like oh no no we just uh 
Yeah, we we just we just turn the heat up. <laughs> yeah, no, literally, literally. I mean, I, I I think at times you probably thought we've got to be some like really romantic way, um, or like scientific way, one of the mm-hmm. two, of coming up with how we create the deep roast. But I mean, it was literally kind of an accident. <laughs> I love it. Where do you see Manny Life growing, Clive? What, what's have you guys got? Kind of a, a a one year, three year, five year kind of vision plan set out, or you just enjoying the journey so far and seeing what damage you can cause in the in the nut butter market? So, so to answer like the first, well, the like kind of one year plan is we have got some like new mpd mpd coming out so it's like hashtag new product development <laughs> um but yeah exactly so that um we've got some cocoa dusted peanuts coming out next year shifts us into the snacking um food to go kind of spheres um which is brilliant because it gives us more presence in store um if people try the peanuts they'll try the peanut butter and vice versa um so we're really really excited about that We've got peanut butter cups coming as well. Um, Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Are, the, are these the, like the cups is in kind of like the, the, the what, what would you call it, the confectionery, kind of like the, the peanut butter filled kind of cupcake kind of? So, like, you know, like a Reese's cup? That's it, yep. You're doing yeah. them. Oh, <laughs> they, they, they've been in they, the office oh they're so good <laughs> they're so good and when you put the money life in obviously i'm going to try that to try and say this but they, they are 10 times better yeah. um they they are and at the office i'm sat i've got loads of these cocoa dusted peanuts on my right which is dangerous <laughs> i've got peanut butter to the left and then peanut butter cups <laughs> further to the left so it's just like i feel like i'm sat in you know chowing the chocolate factory and i just can't, I can't focus on my work <laughs> oh that that would that would be tough you'd you'd literally just be walking every time because i have a cup of tea every kind of 20 minutes every time i do a new email i seem to have a cup of tea and uh if they were they, if they were in arm's reach, mate, I'd be I'd be wobbling out of this building, mm. and I'd probably be a happy uh, <laughs> and happy obese. <laughs> I'd be I'd be loving <laughs> be loving life. <laughs> you know, are you not a coffee drinker? Um, I am, but um, for some reason we don't have good coffee in the building, so I uh, I stick to the tea because it's quicker as well. Literally throw a tea bag in. I don't know how we've gotten to uh, making tea. It's probably the most English podcast in the world then. Yeah, but coffee over here, I think you need to be a, a drug dealer on the side to to be able to afford good coffee in Australia. Like, really? You're, to- you're talking like $5 a hit. And if 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 you add that up over the week it becomes kind of like a mortgage so uh <laughs> so I'll, I'll i'll stick to my tea <laughs> yeah, yeah mate you can't get go can't go wrong with tea mate can't go wrong uh, with tea. yeah well, how how two english blokes can bring a, a cup of tea conversation into a podcast Should we talk about football next yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who do you actually support <laughs> so i support spurs um oh, at, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they don't eat Manny Life peanut butter just yet. But uh, uh, yeah, yeah the, the, not the sponsor, not the sponsor just yet. <laughs> yeah, that's, so that's like that's, that's quarter four twenty twenty zillion. Oh, that is. Oh, I look. I look forward to seeing those um, yeah, Manny Life cups uh, because oh, yeah. Oh, if if the 
I've I've tasted like the originals and kind of the ones in the US. And if you're if you're saying the peanut butter makes it ten times as better than Jesus Christ, you've got a you've got a great product on board then. Yeah, to, like to be honest, I, the tea thing is actually quite relevant to our one year plan. I'll, I'll tie this in quite nicely <laughs> um, because we the, the cocoa dusted peanuts we want to make. Them how with craft beer you have craft in the uk there's a brand called snaffling pig who do oh, yeah. craft oh yeah you've heard of them snaffling pig yeah craft um pork scratchings to go with craft beer we think really high-end coffee deserves something that's super high-end super craft and you know super premium to go with it so one of the, the next year's plan essentially is to get into way more craft independent um kind of coffee chains the next year plan as well as just grow grow the team um you know grow the social media following which is becoming ever more important make sure waitress works keep trying to get more big listings so that's kind of next year in terms of like bigger plan like manny has always been the product so manny is like the actual peanut butter yeah and then yep. the life has been the people so it's like we've always you know it's the peanut butter people we always think being great with people always you know kind of being empathetic and trying to like understand um <clears throat> understand people like that's going to be the a much bigger goal so peanut peanut butter per se and peanuts are just a vehicle to achieve the much bigger goal which is like doing good for other people um so there's what that you know it's hard to look that far ahead, but that's kind of the big, bigger vision long term. Perfect. I look forward to seeing it. And for for anyone listening, um, how how would they get in contact with either yourself, um, whether it could be a stock list uh, inquiry or just looking after the brand or kind of learning more about kind of the money life products? What's the best ways to get in contact? um so either um on linkedin if you ping me a message on linkedin so it's like dan pope or daniel pope i think it is i think i need to change that because everyone calls me dan <laughs> um so <laughs> like when everyone's like daniel and it's like, I feel like my mom's like oh i'm not being told off <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it's like, she's like daniel come downstairs right now <laughs> Daniel, you owe us fifty grand from that university degree you never worked on. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so yes, yeah, either on LinkedIn or if you email Stu, S T U at Manny hyphen life dot com, um, and any like stockist inquiries, feel free. I think there's also we've now finally got a um, a telephone for the office, which is oh. just. Yeah, it was really pushing the boat out, mate. And uh, I think tell, me more, tell me more about this telephone uh, technology. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. You can call people. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's yeah. There's, there should yeah, there should be a website, um, or there should be a number on the website. I should say. Perfect. Oh well, that's absolutely perfect. And just to just to keep these podcasts in, uh, so that we uh, the listeners aren't getting bored of us list talking about tea and stuff like that i absolutely mm. appreciate your time dan and uh it, it sounds like a tremendous story and uh, i love your enthusiasm and your energy and 
and what I'll be saying at the start of this podcast, and I'll say it now, but the posts that you post on LinkedIn about yourself and even about the brand and kind of the journey, it's I, I love it. And I don't think a lot of people um, ever give feedback on kind of what people post and the content that they put, but you actually put a, a personal feel to it and it's it's really good to see. So keep uh, for me personally, keep doing what you're doing because it's it really uh, – it's inspiring it's also great to see how much um, you're involved in the brand and the growth of the business so good work oh, thank you so much ben i really yeah, i really appreciate it and i'm happy i've i've come on it's been great to kind of speak with you and i think what you're doing with the retail ready podcast is amazing um i mean just quick maybe we could do this off air or on air but what are your kind of goals with the podcast uh it's a good question no one's actually asked me that um for me it's just to grow grow the audience and kind of grow more of the awareness of that there's so many cool brands out there mm. and these cool brands are, are go are going to take the space of kind of brands that have been around for 100 years that just can't compete with I'd, i would honestly say a new a new wave of consumer so I always think of my mum and dad buying products. They All they did was just go to the shop and buy what was there on the shelf because they had no other opportunity. Whereas now you can bang something on Amazon in the space of a week and you've got social media that can grow businesses and you've got even farmers markets to a certain extent that mm. people, people can spread awareness of a brand. And for me, it's just meeting and talking to as many different people as possible about their journey and just seeing where it grows and then to be honest hopefully have a, a sponsor one day so that um i get paid to uh, talk to people which would be nice so uh i could then change my social media profile to be an influencer like every um millennial <laughs> in the world seems to be doing <laughs> <laughs> no no that's amazing though because i think like well there's so many brands um <clears throat> in the UK who I can introduce you to, we actually work in, an, in New Covent Garden market, which is the massive fruit market. And there's about six or seven, maybe even more now, challenger brands, ice cream brands, we've got um, chocolate brands, there's all sorts of different, um, really cool, interesting, I'm gonna say the word again, but brands. <laughs> and um, yeah, I'm, oh. I'm happy to kind of put you in contact with them, mate, because I think, yeah, loving what you're doing with the show and, and happy to, to you know, help you get it to where you want it to be. Appreciate it. And if anyone is in London, you have to go and check uh, Covent Gardens out. Like literally, it's for a foodie. That place is just unbelievable. <laughs> like it's, it, it, it was one of the highlights to my London trip. That was <laughs> <laughs> amazing. But now, thank you for your time. And uh, yeah, what well, I'd love to chat again um, once once more products are in motion and um the the growth continues i'd I, yeah definitely uh keen to do episode number two with you if you're keen mate 100 keen thanks so much ben really appreciate it beautiful thank you you enjoy those extra coffees now i will do indeed yeah. <laughs>